Welcome to the I Spy with My MyOI podcast. I am your host, Brittany Murphy. I am a certified oral facial myologist, registered dental hygienist, and lifelong learner. My goal with this podcast is to bring you up-to-date and current literature and expand your knowledge of oral facial myofunctional disorders so that together we can get to the root cause of the problem. You ask, we'll answer, by collaborating with true pioneers and specialties associated with the myo world. Join me on this journey as we dive into the life-altering world of tethered oral tissues and airway space. Let's do this thing. Quick disclaimer, all content expressed on this podcast are the views and opinions of the speakers and is for informational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace, professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Because every person is so unique, you should always consult with your specialized healthcare professional. From New York City's renowned dental clinics to Long Island's family-centric practices, Joanne Amoruso's professional arc charts a tale of passion and precision. Initially acclaimed for a depth touch with the New York City's elite dental spaces, Joanne's keen observations led her to deeper insights into sleep-disordered breathing. As the clinical sleep director at Chase Dental Sleep Care, she transcended traditional practice pioneering innovations in oral appliance therapy and addressing the complexities of obstructive sleep apnea. Recognizing the profound implications of oral facial myofunctional therapy, Joanne, alongside her esteemed colleague, myself, launched MyAware, Inc. in January 2021. This venture became a beacon for comprehensive therapeutic solutions, with Joanne at its helm championing a holistic and individualized approach to patient care. Joanne's dedication to her patients is mirrored in her commitment to continuous learning. Embracing novel techniques, studies, and cutting-edge oral appliance technology, she relentlessly advances her patients' well-being. Her memberships in revered organizations including IOM, IAH, AAPMD, AOSH, and Airway Circle further underscores her commitment to excellence, ensuring she remains at the vanguard of her domain. Good morning, Joanne. Welcome to the podcast. I'm super excited to finally have you on here. It's been a long time coming. Thank you, Britt. How are you today? I am good. I'm excited to chat with you. I would love for you to start by telling the listeners a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got into the myofunctional airway space. How I fell down the actual rabbit hole of myofunctional therapy. Fair enough. Uh, So I'm a dental hygienist. We're going to say 30 plus years because I don't want to necessarily... identity of my of my age. Okay. (laughs) And I was enjoying hygiene. It was always great and amazing, but I kind of felt like I wanted something more. And I saw an interview interview for a sleep apnea company. They worked on oral appliance therapy. Mm -hmm. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to just go on the interview and see what it's all about. And I knew nothing about sleep apnea. So that was, that was pretty challenging. I went in, I did not expect to get the job. There were like 50 something applicants and I ended up getting this amazing offer to work in Manhattan with this doctor that did sleep appliances. And it was um, another option instead of a CPAP machine for people. So it was super exciting. And I started working with him uh, and I started learning all about sleep apnea. And he ended up taking me to, I think it was like a, a, a dental association kind of like lecture and Dr. Ben Moralia was speaking and then that was the end of it for me because I went down that rabbit hole. I listened to Dr. <laughs> I don't think I ever, ever, ever looked at teeth the same way after that. So uh, then, of course, COVID hit and 
I saw you doing this amazing uh, class and that's when we met and I was like, you know something that's super interesting. Where am I going to take this now? What's going on? What should I, should I do something more? And my functional therapy for me started there. So it was super, super amazing. Although you take a myo course and you're like, okay, now what? Like, what do I do? <laughs> Where do I put this? It's a lot of information. And, you know, how do I even incorporate this in, into my dental office? Like, where, where do I go with this? Right. And I was so, so, so excited to have met you through our course because I, you were the first person that helped me with, with to grow CTOM. And I would have been lost without you. And it was fabulous. And then we've had, you know, the ability to, uh, create MyAware together, which I actually, I just recorded a lecture this morning talking about branding and the MyAware lecture. And I was like, Joanne, that was all Joanne, totally Joanne. She came up with it, but I absolutely <laughs> love the MyAware name, the logo. Um, so talk to us a little bit about MyAware, even though, I mean, obviously we, we, we co-created MyAware together, people, but uh, MyAware is fabulous. So tell us a little bit about MyAware for those listeners that don't know. So you gave me the amazing opportunity to work with CTOM, which was super, super cool. And that was my getting my feet wet for uh, OMT. And uh, I I loved it. So I hadn't done any real therapy in person. I was all, I was the virtual therapist because you're in Connecticut. I was in New York at the time. And we have no Mayo in New York. And well, we do. I shouldn't say we have none. We had none in my direct area. So I lived yep. on Long Island at the time in Massapequa. And there was really not too much around as far as providers went. And I'm thinking about it. And I have to say, my husband, my husband is wonderful. I, I don't want to build him up too much because if he listens to this, I want him to fit in the door with his head. Come on, but Chris is pretty fabulous. He's, he's amazing. He's amazing. <laughs> and he's, he's always pushing me. And he's like, you know, you should, you should do more with this for yourself. You know, you can do this. You're good at it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk to Britt. I'm going to see if she maybe wants to, to, to do a company together in New York and something, you know, on Long Island that we could really bring my functional therapy here. And that's how Mayo Air was born. So it kind of blew up, which was super exciting. And then I found out I was moving to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a little bit challenging. So I think Mayo Air was, we, we brought Mayo Air to, to, uh, to to the public in like 2021 in like March, I think. And then I was moving that next January, which was, oh my God, now how am I doing this? Mm -hmm. Hard enough making that leap from the dental laboratory to doing your myofunctional therapy. But now I'm taking a business we just started and we had to move to Florida. So it was like, wow. <laughs> so things happened. But it all worked out because yeah, now yeah, yeah. Two locations in Florida. So we're in Melbourne and oh my God, I almost said Massive Beach. Beach. That's Long Vero Island, Beach. Vero Beach. Uh, directions are not my strong suit, people. Okay. But, um, so Melbourne, Florida, Vero Beach, Florida. And we're working virtually in New York. We're, we're not, we're, we're still looking for an amazing therapist. Hint, hint, everybody. So yes, uh, anybody that's interested, please reach out to either Joanne or myself. Let's yeah. talk about, so there's so many conferences and options to go and continue education, continue your education. And you know, you kind of get a little bit of FOMO not being at all of them, but it's not possible to be everywhere all the time. So let's talk a little bit about your favorite conferences and what you kind of like about them um, and just your opinion on ones that maybe, you know, you wouldn't ever want to miss. So I know there's so many of them. So many of them. Really exciting. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And I don't know, um, time-wise, financially, like I feel like most people can't get to all of them. And that 
that's fine. But you always, when you're looking and you're, and you're online, so online's wonderful, except when you're always looking at everything and you're like, oh my God, I need to be doing this and I need to be doing this. And and where do I start? And where do I end? So you know it, you're enrolled in five self-paced courses that you're getting nowhere with. (laughs) And your credit card bill is $11 million (laughs) because you're trying to, you're trying to hotel and fly. And so it's a lot. So for me, I really like the AAPMD um, because I feel like, I don't know, I get so much out of it because it's such a diverse group of people. So I kind of really enjoy that one. I try not to miss that one every year. I love, love, love Airway Palooza. That was my overall favorite last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Lauren Gates is amazing with Airway Health Solutions. And it was just, it just felt like family there. It was such mm-hmm. a great, it was such a great vibe. It was so much amazing learning going on and collaboration and it, I, I feel like we forget sometimes that we're all on the same team mm-hmm. and it's really important. We're all, our goals are for our, our patients, right? And and having that family of mm-hmm. professionals is so valuable and it's such a great resource. So I feel like uh, that's one of my faves. Um, I think I did the Myosphere last year. That was kind mm-hmm. of it was kind of cool because I felt like it was more OMT based, which I liked. Yeah. yeah, which there aren't. I mean, there really aren't. There aren't too many of them. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to do that. It's a, it's in Orlando this year, so I'll probably do that one oh, again. That's nice. Um, but yeah, it's really hard to get to all of them. Mm-hmm. Like IOM has, but like there, there's so many, you know, great, great, great mm-hmm. groups of of uh, providers. And, and just, I like Panny too, because I mean that's local. Me, so that's one that I'll never have to drive to, which is nice, or fly to. Uh, Panty's the Pediatric Adult Airway Network of New York. Dr. Stephen oh. Lamberg hosts that. Mm-hmm. I can't unfortunately go to this year's again because I have a wedding in Colorado, which I think is the same weekend also then as Myosphere because I can't go to Myosphere because of the same wedding. So Myosphere must be April 26th, 24th, 25th, 26th, something like that. I think uh, something like that. 14th. Yeah. I'm not even, I'm not even positive. I have that's when Panty is too. And then for anybody looking into Airway Palooza, like Joanne said, it's just, it's like family and it's learning. It's a great weekend of learning. You feel accepted and welcomed. Um, Lauren is just an incredible planner. So you're always going to get the best of the best when it comes to Lauren Gates, which is incredible. Um, it's in New Orleans this year at the Ritz Carlton and it's my birthday weekend. So it is March 15th and 16th in New Orleans. It's going to be a super blast. So hopefully you guys can register and sign up for that. What about, um, courses, Joanne, what do you feel like, like what different courses that you've taken, what are certain things that have kind of stuck out to you most or that you felt, you know, you could bring back to MyAware as a myofunctional therapist and really integrate that? So I feel like, and I feel like even talking to other people, a lot of people feel like it's a lot of uh, repetitive stuff because we're always kind of, you know, the basics are the basics, right? So, you know, we're, we're all, we have the goals, the four goals of myofunctional therapy, and we're, we're all trying to achieve them. I feel like the courses for me, there's always something, there's always like one piece of something that kind of will stand out, whether it's a, a silly exercise I can bring back to the kids or, or just something that maybe I wasn't looking at as mm-hmm. much. Um, we just took Angie's course and, and that was great. That, that was just even palpating the muscles a little bit differently or just taking another measurement or, you know, like, super, super uh, important to keep educating yourself because there's always a learning curve. Always, always, always. Um, how I did Mayo two years ago compared to how I do Mayo now mm-hmm. is probably night and day. Mm-hmm. And my 
you know, my goals were the same, but as you grow as a provider, I feel like those courses help you put those pieces of the puzzle together. I love Neo health was great. Like there's just a bunch of great ones out there. Mm-hmm. So, um, I feel like that. Now let's talk about, um, you know, because everybody, not everybody, I should say, when we're talking specifically RDHs, that transition from RDH to Mayo could be a little bit scary because most of us have been practicing hygiene for, you know, like you said yourself, 30 plus years, you probably could scale with your eyes closed at this point just from having good tactile sensation. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's very, um, you know, you're very comfortable. You've been doing it forever. You know, you're good hey, at it. And just, go from that hey. into a new being uncomfortable can be very scary for people. So let's kind of talk about that transition for you from RDH to Mayo. So for me, yeah, I was scared. I was actually scared to death. I was super nervous. I think I used to get like a little bit of an anxiety attack every time, right before my, right before I would log into my Zoom calls, just because I, <laughs> I wanted to make sure I wasn't missing anything. And you know, you you take classes, and and all of a sudden you're gonna go do Mayo, and like you don't know where to start. Sometimes it's like. Okay, so I know A, B, C, and D, but hygiene was cookie cutter and myofunctional therapy is not cookie cutter. So mm-hmm. everybody's different. Everybody learns different. Um, so I don't think myo is for every hygienist. Mm-hmm. So from my friend's point of view and just people that I've talked to about taking classes and stuff like that, like they look at me like, oh my God, I don't want to work that hard. And it's true. You, a lot of people feel like I'm going to get out of the dental operatory. I'm going to sit online and do some exercises with people and I'm not going to have to work that hard. Myofunctional therapy is a commitment and a half because Mm -hmm. you're never done. It's -hmm. like, you're never done. It's not like you go to work, you clean teeth and do what you have to do in your office. You clean your operatory, you go home and it's over. You know, there's a lot of soft hours. You're planning for your patients. Um, You're working with a lot of kids, adults, a lot of personalities, but differently Mm because you have to, kind of incorporate learning for them. So um, for me, the transition kind of came a little bit more natural, which I was excited about. I felt like that was definitely my journey. I didn't feel like uh, there were a lot of roadblocks for me. It just started to flow. And the more I did it, the more comfortable I became with it. And the more I started incorporating different things because I wasn't so nervous about, okay, well, let me try this because A, B, and C aren't getting to where I want to go. Let me just add this. But mm-hmm. in the beginning, it's uh, it's challenging because you're not sure what you're looking for. You're not sure what right. what's going to cause. But would you would you agree that the best thing is to just essentially throw yourself into it? Because if you Under wait for a second yep. to yep. feel a thousand percent confident, you're never going to start. Like oh, you're never, never going to start. Never, never. You have to jump in. It's kind of like the water in, in the pool. Like you can't dip your feet in. Like I know there's those people that like to dip their feet in and go in yep. slow. If I don't jump in that pool and it's cold, I'm not going in. So <laughs> I kind of, oh, like a roller coaster. Think like the first time you ride a roller coaster, right? If you don't like it, so then mm-hmm. you don't do it anymore. Right. But right. that five minutes on that coaster could be the best experience of your life. It could be right. a, a new place to go. So it's definitely, I definitely say jump in all the way. And now let's talk about the difference as well, because, you know, some people are myofunctional therapists, but more so in their dental practice or they're working for, uh, you know, a, a different company or what have you. But yeah. there's a difference also being a practice owner or an entrepreneur. So what do you feel are the pros and cons to starting your own private myofunctional therapy practice? Um, I have to be honest, it's I feel like it's it's easier to work for somebody, okay? Because 
you know, really what you, you get in your patients. Mm-hmm. You don't have to make as many doctor connections for referrals. You know, owning a business is a whole different entity from, from practicing. Like even I used to say that with the dentist I worked for, like they would be so bad at business. They could be such amazing doctors and they mm-hmm. were so bad at business. And mm-hmm. like, I don't think during dental school, dental hygiene school, like mm-hmm. most of us don't take so many business classes. Right. So like knowing what to do and what an S corp is and a C corp and an LLC and, you know, like mm-hmm. trying to understand all that is really challenging. And then there's all those admin hours. So mm-hmm. for me, the hardest part of it is time management because I'm seeing patients, I'm making those calls. Um, I'm meeting providers and doing lunch and learns and I'm doing all the accounting and paperwork. So it's really hard to kind of fit all that into, mm-hmm. into your day and not be up to one o'clock in the morning. So boundaries and, and learning time management is essential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always, you know, we talk about this in our, um, School of Mayo intro course, which we are launching. We revamped our introductory myofunctional therapy course through Airway Health Solutions. We are launching it. Our first run starts February 7th for anybody that's interested in becoming a myofunctional therapist or if you already an existing one, taking a new myofunctional therapy course. But one of the things that I really talk about um, is basically what Joanne said, because I know that I really personally struggled with this and it got to the point where I mean, not that it was a detriment to my relationship with my husband, but my husband would be like, Britt, like something's got to give here. You know, I tell him I was taking a half day Friday off to go golfing with him. And here I am in the golf cart answering a doctor's email. And my husband was so upset with me because he hit a rocket and I didn't see it. Um, Mm -hmm. But little things like that, you know, they add up. And just that overall, overall chronic anxiety and stress that can be added to your life. So really trying to learn those uh, boundaries from the beginning, I think can be really helpful. And I still struggle with this as well. As far as time management, I really think the best thing to do is to ahead of time, set time for yourself where, okay, you're going to see patients clinically three to four days a week. And then that one day a week is dedicated just to admin stuff. Or you take two hours out of your day on a Monday to plan your content for social media for the next week or two. Or you take whatever amount of time to reach out to doctors, find new providers. Like you have to manage that time out of your schedule if you are a busy practitioner, which I'm assuming everybody is, that is first starting their myofunctional therapy practice. Um, because it can become very overwhelming and you have to remember to take care of yourself. Um, you know, there's times Joanne and I text each other and it's like, we're turning off for the day. You know, Joanne's going to Disney with her family and there's no business talk or I'm out with my husband. There's no, like, you need time where like, no, I'm saying, no, we're not talking about this. Nothing's on fire. Nobody's dying here. (laughs) It's true. It's so hard. And it's really hard to do that because, you know, we want to be there for our patients. And I mean, you're not doing myo because you're not devoted to it. Like this is not something you're doing because right. you don't love it. And and it's all around us all the time, which is really, really creepy too, because I'll be in Disney with my family and my kids will like be like, mom, are you going to go and talk to that woman? She's mouth breathing. Or you know, <laughs> I'm like, stop it right now. Uh, we were in, we were in Italy. This is a crazy story. We were in Italy, Chris and I, we had renewed our wedding vows two years ago. We were in Sicily. And we went on Mount Etna at like a wine tasting place. And I went to get up to go to the bathroom. And then I come back and there's people at our table. And I'm like, who are these people? Like, who's this couple? And my husband's going, this guy has sleep apnea. He was just talking about it with his wife. I told him he could help him. And I'm sitting here and I'm just like, we're in Italy. How is this happening? So right. 
it's pretty wild because it's everywhere. It's every single place you look and, mm-hmm. uh, and putting it down and, and kind of focusing out for a little while and just pulling into yourself and, and that self-love is so important. And it's not owning a business is not for everybody. Sometimes it's working with a, a team of other people and letting somebody else handle that. And that's mm-hmm. the other hard part is finding people that are you're able to work with that have your same values and, and have your same team thoughts and, and stuff like that is not always easy because mm-hmm. there's not always so many of us, right, in the same right. area. That's always challenging. And then as a hygienist, I feel like we're always type A. So Very if you have so. a type A personality, it's, you know, we're so attention to detail. Like it's hard mm-hmm. to work with somebody that's not like that too. So, yeah. Yeah. And it took, it takes a while. I feel like for type A people too, to give up control, which I know was my biggest thing and hiring on a virtual assistant that has been our treatment coordinator, our office manager, does our billing, helps with social media and things like that. It's been very helpful, but, um, you know, it's hard because it's, it's your name on things. So now you're giving the responsibility to somebody else to treat your company as you would treat it. And, you know, you need to make sure that you're finding the right people for your team. But I think trying to outsource things that you can that don't necessarily need your time that could be better spent somewhere else. Once, of course, you start getting busy, I think is definitely something that, you know, needs to be done. 100%. 100%. You yell at me about that all the time. <laughs> well, because I was always yelling at myself for it. It's oh. so good that you do that to me. It's so good. <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk about uh, some patient experiences. Can you think of a particular case off the top of your head that's kind of been the most rewarding for you? Or in general, I guess, the most rewarding part of your job? I, I love hearing from parents like you changed my child's life or so I have a really good friend that lives in Long Island who we've been talking about Maya back and forth. She's a dental hygienist, right? And I, I worked with her years ago and her little girl was kind of having issues with ADHD symptoms and not being able to focus in school and not really doing really well. And like I got a text message. We just finished her tongue tie release and she's doing amazing. I mean, she's a great, great, great kiddo. Mm-hmm. She needed expansion. She wasn't breathing. We were sleeping great. Yeah. And it was like a whole, a whole process, right? A whole process. And like, you know, she just got her school evaluation and her mom's like, I have you to thank. She's never been doing this good. So it's when, when I hear that, that gives me the chills down the spine that make everything worth it for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like a lot of us get into this field with our own kids Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have a 25 year old right now that I'm trying to fix and help. And, and I don't want to say fix because he'll kill me, but, you know, trying to get <laughs> to a point where, you know, he's breathing properly and not up till three o'clock in the morning, walking the floors because he can't sleep. Right. Things like that. So I feel like um, I don't feel like any case isn't rewarding in its own place. But there's those people that are really struggling that when you see that change for them or they're like, thank you so much. You made such a difference. That feels amazing. That feels amazing. It makes it all worth it. Absolutely. Now, what kind of advice would you would you give to a hygienist who is considering jumping into myofunctional therapy, whether they're a year out of hygiene school, five years, 10 years, 30 years, more? Um, what would your advice be to them about jumping into myofunctional therapy? I feel like everybody, everybody should have some myo training, whether you're doing hygiene or whether you're an SLP or, you know, it's it. It's the basis of so much of what we do professionally. So Mm -hmm. even if you take a class Mm -hmm. as a hygienist, I'm going to talk hygiene just because that's what I know. All right. 
staying in my wheelhouse. Um, <laughs> even if you take a class and, and you don't know what to do with it and you decide maybe this isn't for you, think about how much more you will see in that operatory, how much of a value you will be to your patients because who's in the mouth more than we are? I mean, from the time they're like one and a half yep. until, I mean, I, I didn't see baby babies in, in my practice, but like one and a half years old to the time sometimes people are, are you know, in their 80s. Right. We get to see that family span and, and their growth, their development. So who better to uh, to look and see development and talk to about different things and changes or problems? I mean, you get very close with your patients when you're in a practice for a long period of time, right? Sometimes like from the time they're little, I mean, I remember having a little boy, actually do, I did sealants on him and he actually threw up. And that was like my first like vomit case ever in my whole life. <laughs> sure, like it was, it was terrible. That was not good for me. And I saw him years later and he was a dad. Oh, and I, he was like, do you remember well. me? I threw up on you. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I remember you. <laughs> <laughs> but like amazing. So we see them through so many different parts of life that I think as a hygienist, we can really do so much for them. And then, and then getting out there and just jumping in, you know, jump on that roller coaster, take that ride. Maybe that's going to be your journey. Mm-hmm. And the other major advice I would give to people is don't compare yourself to everybody else. So social media is amazing because it gives us access to everything. But if you look at what everybody else is doing, you're always going to feel like, oh my God, I'm missing something or I, sh- I should be doing that. When you want to grow as a person, you know, compete with yourself. When Mm -hmm. you compete with yourself, that's when you really will thrive and you'll grow as a person. So don't worry about what anybody else is doing. Worrying about what's going on in your backyard because that's super important. I absolutely love that. That is literally like the best advice that you can give because in today's world and like even speaking even outside of myofunctional therapy, like, you know, I think about kids growing up and, you know, like when I have kids and then their kids and it's like social media, yes, has done great things, but it's also... You have no choice but to compare your life to others, you know? I know with with me and my journey that I'm going through, my personal life, like, you know, I've taken mega breaks from social media because it's not even like you're going on there to try to compare yourself to others, but things get thrown in your face. You're on there, you're looking, and before you know it, now you're feeling crappy about you, your business, what you did, what you didn't do, your life, where you're at, where you're not. And it's like, you said it perfectly fine. Stay in competition with yourself. Um what was the other thing that I wanted to say? Oh, yes. What you said about hygienists. So I a thousand percent agree with that. And I say all the time that I don't think that every RDH has to become a myofunctional therapist, but every RDH should be able to screen and assess for OMDs, oral facial myofunctional disorders, to know when to refer so that we can get these patients into the right hands, into the right professional. Um, you said it, we see these patients the most, right? I mean, you're not, unless you're sick, of course, or ill, you're not going to your doctor two, three, sometimes more times a year. And, you know, we're spending hours and hours. Yeah. Yeah. With these patients. So we're at that, literally the prime location. I mean, we're literally in this specific oral cavity. There's no place. (laughs) We're not oral cancer screenings and and looking at, and yeah. So in, hygienist into your EOEs, IOEs. I promise you it's not going to take that much extra time, but the the lives that you can change by just adding in these little tidbits, looking at tonsils, taking mal and potty score, watching the way they breathe, watching the way they swallow, measuring their palate, sticking a cotton roll up there and seeing, you know, if they're narrow or not, making that referral, you know, earlier. We don't need to wait till they're 
eight, nine, 10, 12, all their, you know, uh, uh, baby teeth have fallen out to get them involved in ortho. The earlier, the better. And again, we're at that, we have that responsibility and that ability to be able to do this as hygienists. Which is amazing. It's a, it's an amazing, it's a big responsibility, but I think it's a really amazing place to be. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Joanne, is there anything else that you'd like to leave the listeners with before we wrap up? If you want to let them know where they can find you, website, social media. Sure. I mean, we're, we're in Florida, New York. We, we do telehealth all over the world, but we're, you know, we're located in Florida. We work with some great providers. We have some great providers down here. I think, thank the Lord. That's another hard thing to, to make your contacts and connects, right? Um, just have faith. Go with it. Go with your journey. It will take you where you need to be. And and don't pressure yourself. You know, take it, take it slow. Take one mm-hmm. course. Take mm-hmm. one course and see where it brings you. And if that's not for you, it's okay. Think about how much more you you learned and, and you're constantly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can find MyAware on Instagram, on Facebook. Our handle is at MyAware, our website, www.myaware.com. We have a blog. Um, feel free to check it out. Any questions you have, feel free to reach out to us, like follow our pages, all that good stuff. Joanne, thank you so, so much for taking the time to come and chat with me. Um, we'll definitely have you on uh, again, and maybe even we'll co-host a few episodes. I think that could be really fun as well. So exciting. Yeah, we'd love that. Okay. Have an awesome day. Thank you for listening to today's episode of I Spy with My My OI. If you want to hear more about these episodes, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or feel free to contact me at hello at myctom.com. Don't forget to subscribe as well and let us know of any subject or guest speaker you'd like to hear from. Help spread the word by sharing today's episode on your social media page. You can find me on Facebook at CT Oral Facial Myology or Instagram handle CT underscore Oral Facial underscore Myology. Everybody have a wonderful day. 